Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, and welcome to the Craze Cast, the podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings you close to the action. My name is Roxy, and today I'm joined by my fellow host, Jay and Amber. Hello! To keep up with all of our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Craze Magazine and YouTube The Craze, to catch up on everything we may have for the coming week. Before we begin, we'd like to give a big shout out to our patrons that helped make this episode possible. Big thanks to Danielle, Stuart, Mian, and Brienne for their support. If you're interested in joining our Patreon, go to patreon.com backslash craze magazine to check out all the great perks that perks we have for our members. So how's everybody doing this week? Uh I'm tired. So tired. Tired, tired is a mood. My, I feel like I know I'm getting old because like, I just forget things that I need to do now and I have to write everything down and that's never happened before. I'm just dead this week. There's just been so much happening. Jay, how are you holding up from Bang Bang Con? Oh God. Like, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful for the fact that it's not a two day event. I'm glad that it's a one day event only and it was only three concerts. I pulled an all nighter, literally like I just did not go to sleep I'm so tired and then when last night hit I was like you know what I'm going to sleep early I have to wake up early for podcasts I'm tired no one bug me fam I don't know how you do that I have not been able to pull an all-nighter since I was in college I know right and I'm just like how did I do this last year how did I do it now I'm just like I feel like I got ran over by a truck I, I feel that I was up till 3 a.m. last night watching Vincenzo, though. That drama. Oh, my God. I hear everybody talking about it. I went to dinner with my friends the other day. They're like, have you watched Vincenzo yet? I was like, no, I haven't. I'm I'm going through it. I don't have time for <laughs> dramas. For me, it's like my mom's watching it because she has access to my account. And she's like, man, now I have to wait. And I was like, this is why I'm not watching it right now. I know that it's going to be take a while for it to finish, but I'd rather just binge it in one go. It's almost done. They're just taking a pause to like re-up the quality because it went from like super good action-y to kind of like stereotypical gaggy k-dramas do you know what i mean like at the beginning it was like i could actually see this on regular like primetime television like there's even tropes in it that you would see in like shondaland shows so like why did the why did the quality plunge all of a sudden i i couldn't tell you but i think they're just running out of like ideas because they went so hard in the beginning. It still impresses me, though, that all the shots that were in Italy were, were all done on green screen, which is, like, really fucking cool. So for today's topic, I guess we were feeling a little bit, like, fighting, which is fair, because sometimes, you know, the world sucks and you want to fight. Uh, but we decided to go look into a subreddit that exists, uh, which is called r slash kpop rants basically where people post their quote-unquote unpopular opinions about k-pop itself or the fandom and stuff but like once you scroll through it sometimes you see people arguing but like I'm not sure how many of these are actually unpopular opinions you know no I definitely agree like some of these things 
um, are things we hear talked about over and over and over again within the K-pop like fandom sphere. And it's some of the things like I addressed them in a old fan advice article of mine. And like, for some reason, they just keep coming up and up and up and no one does anything to solve it. And so it just feels like we're all talking to a brick wall. That's honestly kind of what I feel like these rant accounts are (laughs) because like in certain spaces with k-pop especially in like the social media sphere you cannot have a constructive discussion about things there's no desire to like change behavior or be less of an asshole so like it basically is screaming at a brick wall but sometimes you need to scream at the brick wall to make yourself feel better so we went ahead and picked out some that we wanted to talk about individually. So who wants to start? I guess I could go. Um, I was just scrolling through like there, like I I can't say like I picked like a like a certain one, and I'm just like based off some of the titles, I'm like, ooh, some of these are spicy. One that came up that I just saw is, were you even a fan if you unstand because of the fans? I was like, yes, yeah, I I have to agree, like. You know, a lot of the fans can ruin it, ruin this experience for you. You don't have any ill intent for like the group itself. It's just sometimes certain communities just suck to be in. If it's just completely negative or, you know, there's a lot of toxicity coming around. And I'm just like, yeah, I have to agree. (laughs) She said it, not me. Well, like, see, the thing is here is that, like, people are judgmental if you decide not to join a community, a fandom. But Mm -hmm. the fundamental misunderstanding here is that you liking this band is not correlated to you being a part of the fandom community. They are, they don't have to come together. They can be, you know, their own thing. So you don't have to be involved in a fandom to like the music. And just because you hate the fandom doesn't mean you hate the artist so if you're like I just don't want to fuck with that then you just don't fuck with that I don't know why people think it's such a big deal to be like I don't like this group now because of all you guys like I don't know it that one bothers me (laughs) yeah um like I was reading through this person's post and one line that really stuck out to me that they said is this isn't a marriage where you have to make things work I definitely agree like whether You know, there's some things where you just fall out of love or just appreciation for certain things. You grow. And it's just like, I'm not feeling this. Just because you find a group and you like the group and the, you know, their music doesn't mean it's going to stick with you forever. You know, you're not committed to this one entire group. You're going to change. You're going to mold differently. And it's like, come on, don't like... And you shouldn't hate this person or like people just because it's like, oh, like you're not a fan because you stopped liking them. It's like, well, you're just adding to the fuel of like not wanting them to return by saying stuff like that. It's like the whole discussion of like, oh, you were just a fake fan or like a clout chaser. Like, I'm going to be the first one to say, I don't call myself an army. I don't fuck with armies. No. But do I like BTS? Yes. I do. I fuck with their music hardcore. But do I fuck with the toxicity in that fandom? Absolutely not. 
but there was a time where I was someone would ask if I like BTS and I was oh no fuck them because I didn't want it to be associated with that fandom because to a lot of people if you say you like BTS they may be like oh then you're an army no that's the uh, two things don't connect there I think this idea that you have to be involved in a community to like something is ridiculous because like I'll give another example outside of K-pop. I have like loved video games my entire life. I've gone to like video game conventions and stuff. And as a girl, some of the people that are in that quote unquote community are absolutely disgusting. (laughs) So like you don't necessarily want to be associated with that. And that doesn't mean that you love the thing any less. You can, it can be like a private thing, you and this group, not you having to exclaim that you're part of this community. Like it doesn't have to be that way. What if I want to be a hermit? Let me live in peace. Well said, definitely agree. I feel like we all think what everyone else is thinking when it comes to this, but no one wants to like air it out because of how volatile certain fandoms are. Honestly, I'd go as far to say as most fandoms. I think that people get into an echo chamber about this and then the loud minority gets so loud that people think they can't disagree with it. Are we ready to say some shit that might cause a fight? I picked one that went about three days ago. If idols aren't going to sing live, then they need better choreography. Ooh, I saw that one. And honestly, I agree. Like, let's not pretend every group sings live. Let's not pretend because even some of my favorite groups, they don't sing live. I don't blame them when I see the shit they do on stage, but there's some groups that just lip sync the entire time and their choreography is shit. K-pop idols are supposed to be performers. So perform. I don't know. I just never put that much stock into these things. I don't, I mean, obviously I like a good performance. I like you know, like a really good performance, but I don't really care if there are people out there that are like mediocre, if that makes sense. Oh, definitely. Like I'm going to throw our, one of our favorites under the bus because I still love them to pieces, but like, have you ever heard an MR removed AT song? Like some of their performances, you can hear them like really struggling. Their choreography, chef's kiss. Vocals, subpar. But if they're standing still, we get better vocals better better like riffs and things like that but when they're moving they can barely keep up well see that's the thing too it's that i feel like k-pop stands can be so picky about this when it's like have you looked at other genres of music before britney spears doesn't sing live but her shows are great and like there are a lot of american pop artists that don't do either thing so like (laughs) you're being a little bit picky exactly yeah it's just like it's sometimes it's kind of a trade-off it's just like if you want good vocals you know like some of the choreography has to take a step back but I agree I have to also agree it's just like if you're gonna lip sync which there's many reasons why to a group um reasons why a group lip syncs some of it, like I know back then, like people caught a lot of, or gave a lot of flack for people lip singing. Um, I I remember 21's Dara, she she got a little bit of flack for lip singing, but she was actually sick. You're gonna make this person like, who potentially has a sore throat, is already feeling like shit, who has to perform on stage, 
actually seeing live like are you gonna actually make them so it's just like you have to if you're gonna lip sync you have to just up the ante on the performance just a little bit better okay but i also think that takes the humanity out of it because people are like you should be able to do both and have y'all ever tried singing when you are like doing very intense like physical work it's like fucking impossible (laughs) I used to have to, in high school, the way we would do conditioning for musicals is they would make us sing the songs while on a treadmill. It's not easy. So like pretending that a group is perfect and can perform live vocals while they're doing intense choreography is absolute bullshit. So like I get where this person is coming from with saying like, if you're going to lip sync, have some more, have a better performance overall or harder choreography. I get that. I don't know. I just think that some people have very unrealistic expectations. I do want to say, though, like, this was an argument used against Mamamoo. Do y'all remember? Everyone's like, Mamamoo's choreography is weak, blah, blah, blah. But, like, those girls can, they they don't just sing, they sang. So, and then we got hip. Like, they said their choreography is so weak, but then those girls sing live, but then they got accused of sing- lip-syncing during hip. I don't know. K-pop fans can't be pleased, apparently. There's no way to win. In you this can't situation. have it all. In this situation, someone's going to be mad about something. There is no way to please everyone. So it's, honestly, I really don't think it's a thing that people should be so concerned about. Like, let let your performer do their thing. Stop, like, stop policing it. It's like, their job is to put on a nice show for you to be entertained. Let them entertain you. So one that one that stuck out to me as an old person um, was I came across one of these rant pages that was like older K-pop fans are even worse than the underage fans. You're explain. gonna have to explain that. Yeah. So what this person did, or what they said in this, is that like. If a K-pop fan is underage and they say something stupid, I assume that they're just not, they're young, right? They're, they're not mature. But by the time you're an adult, they were using some examples of people they've seen that will lie about, one thing on here says lying about being LGBT to defend an idol, weird stuff like that. And I think there's a discrepancy here. The problem is assigning like the phrase young and old because maturity is not necessarily tied to an age so there are people that can be in their 30s that act like they're 12 and still be shitty are we saying that there's k-pop karens of course there's k-pop karens dude (laughs) there's karens in every fandom i've seen people in the video game fandom that are like 35 that bully 15 year olds and i'm like do you not go outside enough what is wrong god i swear we're gonna start growing grass in these people's houses But I mean, my thought process is that it doesn't have to do with your age. It has to do with like, have you gone to therapy? Because if you haven't gone to therapy, you're going to take your anger out on some 15-year-old kids, which isn't fair. Because obviously kids, just because they have less life experience, will have less maturity in general. But that doesn't mean that they can't be mature. And they might say something stupid. Kids say dumb stuff. We all said dumb stuff when we were kids. But like... If you're 30 and you're on Twitter and you're bullying somebody for like saying something you don't like, 
you really should go to a therapist because like, I get that you have unresolved trauma, but so do the rest of us and we don't take it out on teenagers. Jay, your turn. Hold on. I'm trying to still find uh, another thing to talk about. Hold on. Give me a sec. I have one. This one might be slightly controversial, but YOLO. Um, Fan signs are not the place to validate your sexual sexuality or gender identity so i'm gonna have to like context this a little bit yeah please do i'm curious apparently someone on twitter posted something that proved an idol was an ally of the lgbtq community they did this by showing the idol a picture of their partner and explaining to the idol how to address their partner and use the correct pronouns the idol supposedly responded by affirming the identity the relationship and saying sometimes i feel gender non-conforming too First of all, this was completely proven that it was fake, and I would have been like, bullshit in the first place, because that's not even a thing discussed in Korea. People also, like, it just, as someone who identifies in that community, you are, like, making it even harder for people to, like, come out and do that type of stuff. Like, Korea is very homophobic in general, so do you think an idol is going to say something to you that's going to put them at risk you know what I mean I you know what I don't like that either because like the idol doesn't owe you anything about this so like saying that they said they're gender non-conforming they don't owe you that explanation if they do they're allowed to be that way but they don't have to tell you that it's it's trying to get validation for yourself from somebody else which is like not cool and it places expectations like there's a lot I would say it's probably more of the Western fans that push their beliefs onto these idols without understanding the society that these idols live in. So like Korea is not as, what's the word? I don't know if liberal is the right word, but they're just not as, you know, they're not as far down the lane as like Americans are in this because teenagers nowadays are always talking about, you know, not being non-binary and stuff and like korea hasn't even gotten past like not hating gay people like there the uh the office of education just passed that they would allow um a human rights like law in edu like in the schools that they would not discriminate against lgbtq people and like they would educate on it and the churches said that they're that the law is going to make to where everyone's going to be gay and you're condemning our children to hell and i'm just like oh my god korea we've got so long to go they're like 15 or 20 years behind america because i remember when that conversation was happening here i mean just in 2018 that there was like violent like collisions during a a pride parade in incheon so like it's it's not getting any better and the itaewon incident um itaewon one of the outbreaks covid outbreaks in korea was centered around three lgbtq focused clubs in korea and that just made it worse because now apparently gay people carry diseases are we back in like the 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 80s 70s in america now to me it's the irony in it is that it's ignorance because it's ignoring what is happening in Korea and instead projecting everything that you're used to in America on your idols. So like, that's not fair. 
Is that too controversial to no, say? No, I, I, as someone who, like, I'm pansexual, I'll just put it straight out there, that it makes me uncomfortable when I see that, too. And as I cannot be openly pansexual in this country for fear of my safety, and that there's a lot of people like that. And when I see, like, I don't know if you guys see these posts that of, like, the edits of idols with, like, bi flags or pan flags or, like, trans flags on like they're like oh we support you blah 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 and I'm just like do they really do you think that they would actually say that out loud if they did literally um like a trot singer came out as gay and then he got hospitalized for mental health issues due to like the trauma coming out caused him so it's like come on guys honestly if you try to force your idol to validate you there's something wrong with you. The thing is like, I don't know if it's something that younger people tend to do because I know when I was like 14 or 15, I was seeking validation from, you know, people outside of myself or people that I idolized. And the thing you kind of learn as you get older is that the only true validation you get is from yourself. And these people don't owe you validation either like it would be nice if you got it from them but they don't owe it to you and you can't force it out of them either especially in context of like we live in two different types of societies and you need to understand what society they're coming from and why they may not be able to give you what you want validation wise because it could put some of them at risk especially like the reason that idols do not come out as gay because I'm sure there are you know, a decent chunk of idols that are gay or, you know, a part of the LGBT community, they don't come out because their life would be in danger if they did. And I think people in the West forget that. The only group that I've seen that does show support, but isn't like outwardly loud about it is Mamamoo. Like Mamamoo has made posts on like coming out day have been wearing like rainbow mumu pins which is um like rainbow mumus are like a group in korea that are mamamoo fans that do things that help support the lgbtq community and there's a ton of different things that they've done in like support but that's the only popular k-pop artist that has done anything in support it's just like i'm just trying to figure out what to say because i i do agree with roxy it's just like you shouldn't be pushing this kind of thing onto your idols because it's different like you said it's different here in the west whereas you go over there there's a lot of pushback that comes to being in that community and while i don't want to invalidate anybody's feelings or how they identify or anything like that it's just like it's it's a lot harder and of course, do we want all of our favorites to, you know, like, or like, for to an extent, do we want, like, to see our favorites support certain things? Yes. Are we going to get it? Most likely not, because like Roxy said, if, like, if they do come out, or if they show a little bit more support, it could put them in a spot where it could hurt them. And so it's just trying to figure out and formulate how to say this properly without like wanting to invalidate anybody else's feelings. 
that's where I'm at. So I'm just like, I don't know how to form it without, you know, doing that. I think you said it perfectly there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like, it, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough line to walk. And as somebody who is an ally, but doesn't identify as that, it's just like, I don't want to misspeak either. I will say, even within the LGBTQ communities, or as the TikTok people say, the rainbow mafia, the there is still a lot of issues internally within the community. And I think that even cross countries, different communities have different problems. Like they're like, I'm just now learning about things in Korea about the LGBTQ community and like the issues they face here. And it's like, like Roxy has said, Korea is like 20, 30 years behind America when it comes to social issues like this. There's definitely still a very, very steep upward battle that the community there has to face. And like even just seeing some of the reports of just like what you were talking about earlier about how, you know, Korea is trying to, you know, pass that law and just seeing the news that goes on. I just it it sucks to see this community just like, you know, we want them to be with the times, but it's going to be hard, especially when there's a lot of radical is that the appropriate word like views about that community and wanting to just diminish that community entirely i mean they don't consider it radical but you know you know how it go the one thing i do want to say that is completely wrong why the fuck would you do that is make up some sort of shit about an idol saying that to you why the fuck would you do that the young people clout chasing on twitter makes me so upset because first of all why would you lie about what people say to you, especially something with such a touchy subject? And what if people thought that was real and it put that idol's life in danger for saying that? Like, do people even consider that part? Apparently not, dude. I just wish people would stop fucking lying. All people do is lie. On social media, people just don't ever believe anything you read because it's probably false. Like 80, 85% of the shit that people say on the internet is a lie. It drives me fucking crazy. As a media specialist, I can't stand social media. And then you have to think about like a lot of people, I'm not saying all, but a lot of people on social media, they project themselves the way how they want people to see them. And it's not really the true person who they are, you know? So it's just like, they're going to try and make themselves look, you know, a certain way. Like Amber said, there's a lot of clout chasers out there. And come on, head cannons were never supposed to reach real people, guys. This isn't Twitter. This isn't Tumblr in 2012. Oh, God, war flashbacks. Speaking of the clout chaser, can I go through one of these things that's been driving me absolutely insane that I found I found something on in here? Do it! Somebody's talking about Ollie London. Okay. I know. I, I have an idea which one you, <laughs> you saw. I swear to fucking god does nobody understand that all this man wants is attention and the more attention you give him the more he's gonna be a ridiculous idiot if you ignore him he will go away all i see on tiktok is people like stitching his stuff and talking about how stupid he is and i'm like he doesn't care if you don't like him he wants the attention yeah like whenever that name comes up i'm just like 
yeah, I'm just gonna close this one out. I feel like people don't understand that for certain people, he's a troll, okay? He knows what he's saying is wrong. He knows that he's being racist. He's a troll. I'm just putting that out there. That's all he's doing. He's being like Trisha Paytas, okay? He just wants attention. So for people like this, positive, negative, anything, any attention is good attention. So how do you get rid of people that only want attention? You stop giving them attention. The only way to shut them up is to pretend like they don't exist. And I don't understand why the internet does not get this. No, I agree. Like, Roxy said everything I would have to say. (laughs) It's driving me so fucking crazy. I always get the content of people stitching Ali London on my TikTok for you page, and I'm fucking tired of it. Like, if you as a Korean person hate him, totally justified, totally get it. He is the worst. But the more that you stitch him and, like, make fun of him, the more, like, clout he gets. So just, like, leave him alone. Let him go die in a corner where he shrivels up when he gets no attention. Like, his entire existence thrives on attention. As you can tell, I'm really fucking heated about this. I'm really tired of it. <laughs> Jay, it's your turn. Roxy and I have shared a bunch. Yeah, there, there's one that um, I'm seeing. Uh, it's just, I'm reading uh, through it real quick, um, just to make sure, like, is this something we can talk about? This um, is, we can, we, since when have we censored ourselves? No, like, I'm just trying to be like, is this a trolley kind of thing? <laughs> so I'm trying to read the context of, like, why? Okay, um, this person put a, uh, put out a Reddit thread for invalid reasons to excuse racism. And I was just like, oh, this is a, this is a touchy subject. But, um, like, for this person, mind you, just the messenger. This is, I am just the messenger. I'm reading what they put out. So it's like bringing up the whole like debate of like ignorance, right? So um, it's saying like some of the reasons that they put is it's the company's fault. It's the show's fault or um, pushing the whole my problematic king or queen, according to this person. I was just like, <sighs> there's a lot to unpack when it comes to this. And it's just like, hmm, how to navigate this one. Like this person they wrote, it's the, co- like for one of the reasons, it's the company's fault. Um, and the, it it's a very, very touchy subject. So that's why I'm just like, mm, do we put this or we do we have to cut it all out? <laughs> As a foreigner living in Korea, I can't really talk about this because I see where people bring up the country is uneducated Mm -hmm. they're not uneducated they're just ignorant to a lot of things and they are willfully ignorant yeah that's why i just like "Mm, i don't know if this is a good one but it doesn't just because they're ignorant doesn't mean they can't go find the answers and it's a big issue because this country is um age-wise is upside down it's the old people that still control the country and the old people who still think the way that they do. The younger generation, totally different story. The older people and the people in power still think the way Mm. that they do. I mean, to be fair, that's kind of the case in most places because like technically America is run by a bunch of crusty old people. Like going back to the, like the LGBTQ in Korea thinking having basic human rights laws is going to make everyone gay. 
Same thing when it comes to the anti-discrimination and racism. Apparently, foreigners were the ones spreading the coronavirus in Korea, and they were, uh, Gyeonggi and Seoul mandated all foreigners must get tested for coronavirus laws, and no one did any, no Koreans said anything about it until it made national headlines, like international headlines, and then the mandatory law was like canceled like they strongly recommended it but now you wouldn't get fined if you didn't get a test so there's like korea still has a lot of issues when it comes to like racism and xenophobic tendencies okay the whole concept of that was fucking wild to me just because like i feel like if somebody did that in the u.s there would be like mobs and it would not have like even gotten very far (laughs) no Apparently, their reasoning of it saying just all foreigners was because they didn't want to discriminate against factory workers. But I could go into a whole thing about why it's still Korea's fault that factory workers were getting coronavirus because scummy ass um, owners were having these migrant workers, some of which are illegal immigrants who are working here, live in greenhouses without proper facilities see to me they're saying they're quote-unquote not discriminating against factory workers but instead are just discriminating against all foreigners (laughs) like it's not any better so when people say that korea is uneducated i can't really disagree with them because look at what just happened i think it's more it's not necessarily an education focused thing quote-unquote it's they're, they're, you know, decently behind certain Western countries and certain ideals, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the lack of education, it's the stubbornness not to change. So, you know, Korea is a homogeneous society and a lot of the issues in like East Asia have to do with the fact that things are so homogeneous. So then they tend to, it's the whole, it, it goes as far down as like into the lizard brain as like, I don't want to say tribalism, but like the whole idea that like the other is the problem, not us, if that makes sense. So at a certain level, people do that where they just view any sort of outsider, whether that be based on um, birth, location, whatever. It doesn't have to just be skin color or anything like that. Just the other is the problem. Your own little clan is not. Another topic that I just saw on uh, Reddit that um, I kind of have to a little bit agree with is stream culture ruined everything. God, yes, it did. 100%. Yeah, it's just like, listen, like, hey, let me listen to my music on my own. Like, do we want our idols to grow bigger? Yes, but please don't shove it down my throat that I have to be streaming every single little thing. You know what the, the fundamental problem here is? Like, I keep going to the base of things because I can't, like, that's just how my mind works. There's, like, a base belief behind all of these problems. And this base belief is that, like, it's not okay to be different from me. So you have to stream like I do or else you're a bad person. And I think that's what's the most annoying thing about people insisting on streaming is that, like, if you don't want to do it, you're painted as, like, a terrible person. No. I completely agree with you, Roxy. And it it sucks, to me, it sucks the joy out of the thing because like we, 
like these groups and we want to support them. I buy albums, you know, I buy their merchandise and stuff, but like, I'm not going to sit there at three in the morning and play a music video over and over and over. Like I've lost my fucking mind. Like I want to sleep. Only time I ever stream is when like you have, you're doing it for like the, the group fandom people, like the company's fan people said, can you please stream this? We'll give you something in return. Right. I think it's like, if there's an incentive to streaming, like coming straight from the group or their company, I think it's, it's different, but it's just like, okay, so we broke a record and what, like, what, what more substance do you need to like, you know, for streaming? Like, okay, so you hit a milestone. It, congratulations, it is a big thing. I'm not saying it's not a big thing. It's just, what more? Okay, so you hit that landmark. What more? You just have the title of so-and-so hit this many views. All streams are doing is lining the company's pocket because let's be honest, how much of that money actually does the idol see? Not that much. <laughs> like, like I mentioned, the like streaming for like events is one thing like for like ats every time there's a new release um the the like they give registered fans like like official ATs within like the fan club this past time i didn't do it because i didn't hit the milestones we needed um for the new album but uh fever part one if you streamed the song the title track what was it uh what was last album's title track i don't inception thanks yeah i think it was like you stream either inception or thanks 500 times and you get this cool like like hollow shiny folder with like really cool stickers and stuff and you only got that if you participated in that so like there was scarcity there and so like cool i got some cool shit in return did I get it for this last one? No, because the requirements were higher and I couldn't meet it. This time they wanted 400 streams on four different songs. So it's like, it's getting ridiculous, but at least you get something else in return. I'm not going to give you my free labor without getting something back. Right. Or it, I like what certain groups do. Like we, we've been seeing more of a, more of it like in recent years where, oh, if we do hit this certain milestone, will release a special video, you know? So like some of the like 17 or Stray Kids, there's a lot of groups that do uh, like the part switch versions of their songs. And those are always fun to see. But after that, like they only have it to a certain amount. And then afterwards, like there's, there's kind of nothing else. What I really miss, because I remember before streaming culture became a thing, is that like, when milestones were hit they were hit organically and it was just like it was exciting it was like oh you know bts broke 10 million views just because people like the music and it was like yay like and now when they're like we broke 100 million views in this amount of time i'm like yeah that's because you had like an army of people just playing it over and over that's not organic Oh my God, the mental breakdowns everyone has when YouTube's like, these were spam views. We're deleting them all. Well, they were spam views. Right. That's literally the definition of spamming. Like, So like 
10 out of 10 does do not like streaming culture. I'm also going to be the, I don't like streaming culture when it comes to YouTube. Um, if you're streaming on platforms that actually matter to the artist, cool. But YouTube doesn't put the money in the, the artist's pocket. It doesn't get them recognition in their home country. A lot of groups that fans stream for nowadays aren't really like popular domestically. I know people were having a fit because um, on Kingdom, that AT's had higher uh, expert score than Stray Kids did. And I'm just like, it's because AT's is more known in this country than Stray Kids are, despite them being from a big three company. But that's, we're not ready to talk about that discussion. If you're going to stream them, stream them on a platform that matters and get the attention of the Korean general public, not the international fans. Because let's be honest, while K-pop is popular globally, where do the companies actually care about? I have one that might cause a fight. Please stop calling idols products. Do people do that? Really? Girl, what? That's a thing? They're real people and they weren't put on this earth to entertain you. They're not a product that was manufactured in a factory by their company. I don't have much more to say on this, but just please stop calling human beings fucking products is what it says. I had the same reaction you did. I'm like, since when does anyone outside of like Western media call idols products? Because we've been new america calls them like made in factories i know i was gonna say this is giving me 2012 like was it billboard that did that girls generation thing there was that headline that was like acting like they were all products i don't remember what company wrote that i don't think it was billboard i think it was one of the other like main ones but i'm like this is giving me real 2012 vibes like i don't know anybody that talks like that yeah like i i feel like i haven't like heard such a phrase I mean it's I just haven't like heard that in years like that terminology towards yeah I mean if we want to get technical the idols aren't the product but the music they create are because I'm going to just say this out here tiny tan that's the product BTS isn't the product BT it's the character it's the characters of themselves right BTS says people aren't the product, but BTS, the brand, is the product. And, I mean, you could argue the parasocial relationships that create are the product also. That's what yep. gets people invested. Why do you think they're called idols? If we go and get technical, let's look at the biblical definition. I hate, like, I hate the word parasocial relationship, but I also, like, I get it. It's, like, it's what sells. And, like, in the end, just remember, everybody, everything comes down to money as much as you hate it it all comes down to whether it makes money or not. And K-pop idols are just going to pretend to like you just so you line their pockets. Like, yeah, just so you give them money. Like, they don't like you. They just like your money. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Like, sure, some idols are actually generally nice people. But for every idol that's generally nice, there's like 10 that can't stand your ass. The concept of that is hilarious to me, and I don't know why. Maybe it's just because, like, I'm nihilistic in general, but, like... It's K-pop idols have a customer service face. I'm going to put it out there. And a voice. Not only a face, they also have a customer service voice. So they're they're going to they're going to put on a like, you know, that kind of mode when they're in that, but that doesn't mean that they are off time, off work time. Right? Like they will throw hearts at you and tell you how much they love you when they're on the clock, but they would like not hang out with you afterwards. So like just get that part out of your head. 
my whole thing is like is this the idea that k-pop idols act like they're idol personas all the time is this why people have a problem when idols get called out for real people shit yes indeed that's very much the so. base of it yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it reminds me of um the another post on the reddit but uh apparently people can surround woodman at the airport but woodman isn't allowed to go hang out with his friends like yeah, oh my god woodman can't have friends yeah. It's the same thing as like when people get mad that idols have relationships. Jesus, you know what? It go it comes back to you know what? You know, I said it before on the podcast like dude, like they're all doing shit off camera, off, like off time. You know that they're all screwing around. Just hope that they're safe. Um but it's just like don't think that your idols are like these pure thing you know pure people who don't you know the pure and innocent no they they do stuff we talk about it all the time we've said it multiple times i really you know i just want to know who's the whore i want to know who's sleeping around the most i want the tea i don't care if they're like fucking each other i just want to know like the tea behind it that's the point i'm at in my life (laughs) but like apparently according to like the shitty other english platforms um Channel was apparently fucking through Korean Air, but wait, he participated in the Mile High Club shit. Who Channel? Did you guys not remember this story about like Tanyal was dating like an air stewardess, and everyone the running joke is well apparently Channel just slept with all of Korean Air. That's fucking funny. Wait, I <laughs> I knew he had like some sort of scandal. I did not know it was a flight attendant. No, it's flight stewardess. Flight attendant. I'm just picturing the most hilarious shit of like every time Chen Yong gets on an airplane, the flight attendants are like, oh fuck, not again. <laughs> no, no. I'm just surprised. It's like, wait, he participates in the Mile High Club? I'm, oh, okay. That's I cried thing. when you said that. <laughs> That's a thing. Okay. You know what? I'm not going to yuck your yum. <laughs> I mean, airplanes are gross even pre-covid i know i know i hated using the bathroom on airplanes i never wanted to get up i was just like but damn it i have to go oh god flying to korea i try every time not to use the bathroom on those flights because it's like it's a 12-hour flight girl you can't not use the bathroom in that amount of time at tram i usually will like run to the nearest bathroom as soon as i'm out of immigration right it's just like I get off of, like I remember when I flew to Korea I had a layover in Japan and um as soon as I got off the plane I was like I need to go now <laughs> like, uh, I've been sitting on this plane for 12 hours I still got like three hours to wait for my next flight oh my god let me go and let's put this out there Fan fiction is fun. Naughty thoughts are fun. But in reality, people, your idol doesn't want to fuck you. I feel like people were like, pretend that they know that, but like in the back of their mind and their little lizard brain, they like won't actually comprehend it, if that makes any sense. I mean, we all remember the days where we all got really cute for a concert because we're like, what if our idol sees us and we have like third level seats? Okay, but that's like, if you're just doing that for fun, because I would do that for fun, not with like the actual expectation that anything would happen. Right. Right. Oh. Now it's like just for fun, but like when we were kids. I know as teen- teenagers always do this, like it's not illegal. 
Like, you know, you would like dress up for your favorite band as if they're not in their twenties and you're like underage. Like nowadays it's just like, well, for me, it's when I, for me, when I dress up for a concert nowadays, it's like, I want to look cute for the gram, but also there's cute people. Hello. You never know. Shit. You come up on a cute boy and be like, Hey, hopefully they are single. Um, you know, <laughs> or they're not with their girlfriends, but you never know. It's just like, hey, I want to look cute. That that's my primary reason of wanting to dress up at concerts nowadays. Yeah, it's not about the idol attention. It's about maybe finding another person. Right. It's just like you never know who you're gonna walk up to at at an event, and while you're waiting around, and be like, oh, this person's cute. Let me be cute real quick, and you know, maybe you know something would lead to something you know not saying that it's going to but you never know i was scrolling to try to find another one but i can't find any more that would be that isn't beating a dead horse i mean there's one that is a little bit of a light-hearted thing kind of sort of yes uh one that i found is we got robbed of big bang at coachella i agree immensely oh a hundred percent we were robbed Ugh. Imagine the stage that they would have had. Well, Big Bang is apparently coming back soon. So it'll be interesting to see the impact that has because it's been a good five years since we've seen anything from them. Do you understand? I have literally been buzzing since the new, like the rumor mill started. The rumor is next month. And I am literally like on a frequency of, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, they're coming back. Technically, weren't we supposed to get the Big Bang comeback because of Coachella? Last year. But obviously the Ponderosa said something else. But oh, I'm just like, I'm kind of waiting for things to come back and be like, I'm ready to watch this performance. Even if I, like what I do appreciate that if you can't go to Coachella, right? Because one, these tickets are hot tickets. And two, they're very expensive if you can't um for them but I do appreciate how they do stream the first weekend for it like they'll live stream it and I'm just like I just want to watch like seeing Blackpink do that and then having the predecessors their predecessors of Big Bang supposed to come I'm like oh this is going to be an even bigger stage do you know how hype that's going to be oh my god and now I'm sad because I just want to see them perform I want the Ponderosa to figure out its life before I leave Korea because seeing Big Bang in Korea would be marking something off my bucket list. Yeah, I would love to see them in Korea. I got the chance to see them live during their maid tour here. That was fun. That was super fun, but I would love to see them in Korea itself. For those who want to go and read more, maybe post your own, it's reddit r slash kpop rants. I, I do want to stress out, though, when you're going through this, the reddit, like if you feel like, like there, yes, you're going to agree with a couple things, but if you start to feel yourself getting super aggravated and stressed out reading this, it's cute to put the thread down, take a break. Go touch some grass, please. Don't let this consume you because this is not the end I'll be all. Please yeah, like, just be it's mindful. Not, it's not that deep. Like just, you don't have to engage. If you hate it, just go do something else. See, you guys are nicer. I would have been like, well, if the shoe fits, I guess. 
Yeah, I'm just trying to look out to like, if it starts to really impact your mental health, like, and you're feeling some sort of way, best to take yourself out of the situation and just put it down. Okay, just be safe when you're reading through that, because there, there can be a lot of things that will really want to be like, I want to fight you or I'm gonna start some shit. Let's not do that. Obviously, this is just like a place where people air their grievances, like it's not that deep so i would say that in general we say not to involve yourself in discourse because all it does is like hurt you so if you get upset by something just walk away and i also feel like a lot of these opinions are not necessarily unpopular people just don't vocalize them that much yeah and i feel like if they're not going to be putting it out on Twitter because they're afraid of whatever, you know, backlash or just not wanting to draw that attention. I feel like, okay, this is like a place where I can somewhat hide my frustration or like voice out my frustrations without having to feel like I'm being attacked. So with that, I think we are done for today. Any final thoughts, you guys? Go touch some grass. Get let, Let's all like get out for a little bit, get some sunshine. You know, it's been a it's been a rough, rough couple of days around the world, all over the place. So just definitely be safe. Let's get some sunlight. Continue to wear your mask. Yeah. Ditto everything Jay said. And be sure to keep up with all of our updates and special things on our social media channels and on our website. Um, and as usual, the Craze Cast is available on all platforms. So be sure to give us a follow and don't forget to. Don't forget. And don't forget to leave a rating and a review for us. So this has been the Craze Cast, and we'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.